0: Recorded live. Yo.
1: Hey, yo. Hey man. Okay. I'm about to call him right now. Uh just don't attack this guy, man. So and uh, No,
2: I won't no I won't at all. I like this guy a lot. Okay. Not at all. Um, I'm gonna have to hang up in about ten minutes. I gotta I got ropes into doing play by play for the State tonight. No problem. All, all right.
0: right. got D and Jake
1: here uh, with an Ohio bias, man.
0: Hey, guys. How's it going?
2: Hey, great, McNeil. I really enjoy your stuff on Twitter, man.
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're big fans of the Twitter account. Maybe not so much of the parade, but we're no Levertards, so you're still a Browns fan. You're with us, so.
0: Hold on, you're breaking up a little bit there. Uh, we got a bad connection. I the reception here at the house.
1: Oh, okay. That's a little better there.
2: You hear it a little bit better?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah Usually in the front of the house, it's a little bit better. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, that's sorry. Um, yeah, man, I just felt like your character was getting assassinated, wanted to give you an opportunity to get your own uh version out there and any information you wanted to get out there. So that's what it's all about. Sure, I appreciate that. All right. Um uh real quick, uh just how do you want us to refer to you, you know, when we're talking to you here, asking these questions. You can call me Chris,
2: that's fine if you want. You can call me Reflog, you can call me McNeil. It doesn't matter to me, to be honest with you. I think all three are obviously out there, so it really doesn't matter at this point.
1: <laughs> and do you have any problems uh, disclosing your job or anything like that? Is there anything you don't want us to ask you about?
2: No, no, you guys can have free reign. All
1: right, I'm just jo- I'm joking about the job thing because yeah. these guys, like, I mean, I listen to the radio like you do. I mean, it's ridiculous, so. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to get started here. This is With an Ohio Bias, a podcast for real fans with Dee and Jake. We're so happy to be joined on this special edition, an exclusive interview with Chris McNeil at Reflog, um, talking about the 0-16 Perfect Season Parade. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining us on the podcast.
2: Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. Jake is here, too. Jake, uh, say hello to the good people.
2: <laughs> hey, everyone. Um you know, Chris, it's great to have you on, and uh, I, I guess my first question—or maybe it's not a question—but uh, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of putting the 0-16 season in the spotlight of the national media. Um, maybe you can convince me why I'm wrong. Sure. So, I, and I've heard that from a lot of people. So a lot of people saying, "Hey, 0-16 is not something to celebrate. It's not something you should go out and be." especially in light of the fact that the Cavs, of course, just won us a championship and we just had a parade for them, right? Um, My thinking is that this entire parade, this entire idea, is just a big poke to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Make no bones about that. This is definitely a poke in the direction of Jimmy Haslam and the ownership of this group um, that we've really bottomed out. And the positive spin on this is hopefully – this is as bad as it's going to get for us as Brown fans, for them as a team, and then we're going to be coming back after this. So the idea of a quote-unquote celebration is obviously only in the ironic sense. We're going to keep it lighthearted. We're going to keep it positive. But certainly it's pointed at Jimmy Haslam, and the organization has so far taken it as such too. So I think at this point the uh, the message has been sent, and everything going forward is kind of – uh, basically the cherry on top.
1: Has anyone sounds,
2: has, uh, has anybody it, it,
1: it, contacted you from the Browns?
2: No. Now, um, the only contact I would say that the Browns have had with the whole parade idea, at least officially, is that they released a statement a few weeks ago. Uh, originally, they said they had no comment on it. They came back a few hours later and they said in an official transcript basically that Uh, We appreciate the passion and creativity of our fans, and we look forward to someday celebrating a championship with them. So that was essentially it. Behind closed doors, from what I've heard from people who are close to the organization, they aren't real big fans of what's going on uh, with this parade. And um, and I understand why. I understand why. Um, But that's part of the point of this thing, too, is to get their attention.
1: Okay, and we got Chris... McNeil at Reflog on Twitter. You have to know one of the best accounts to follow in uh the Cleveland Twitter sphere uh for sports fans. Um give us the details of the parade. Oh go ahead.
2: I said now you're just buttering me up. Now you're just trying to set me <laughs> up there, I'm sure. No, 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 I no. I was words.
1: No, no. It I definitely I mean I them. didn't agree with the uh Dave Matthews man going down in that uh bracket, but <laughs> we got time for that for another podcast. Um, there you go. So give yeah, us the
2: details the, for the parade. Yeah. As we've got so far, um, you know, let me take it back to where we kind of started, right? I threw it out there on Twitter, had this idea about an no one 16 parade, started up the Facebook page. Uh, that got some momentum. Somebody reached out to me on Twitter and said, hey, by the way, for a $25 filing fee, you can actually put on a parade in Cleveland. You know, and you can actually file for it. So at that point I thought, well, what the heck? And I filed for it. At that point, everything kind of blew up, Right. National folks started picking up on it, the whole nine yards. And so I figure, you know, I'm already here. Let's just continue down this road. And I looked into everything that it would take. It takes getting insurance. It takes getting security so everybody's safe. you got to have porta-potties out there. you got to have a trash pickup. you got to shut down streets. I mean, there's a lot to it. Um, but as I started going down the list, it's like this could actually happen. And uh, so a couple of weeks ago I went in front of the board there 20 people from different departments uh, within the city of Cleveland and presented the case. And I'll tell you, it was a lot more positive than I ever would have expected. Uh, Their concerns that were raised there were concerns that I think they'd raise about anything we do within the city. It was like, how are you going to handle security? We have some more follow-up questions there. Um, Some of the road closure times, it was things like that, very logistical. It wasn't like an overall philosophical problem they had with the parade at all so uh, since that time I've been working with them to, to really button up that security plan and uh, really make this happen of course the route itself is around First Energy Stadium it was originally supposed to be Owen 16 and kind of incorporating the Science Center uh, we decided to dump that idea because the Science Center is actually on private property did find out the Science Center happens to be closed that day so we got a little bit of space there we can kind of set up a few things but That remains intact and uh, we've gone through the fundraising as you guys have probably saw. Uh, We hit, I don't know, it's like $5,250 or something today uh, that we've total collected so that far exceeds our goal of $2,000 so we're fully funded and uh, we've got people going on the website to sign up for their parade spots so we're trying to continue down this road to to see what, to put this thing on. Real quick. uh, Like I said before though, I hope I hope that these Cleveland Browns win on Saturday and that the parade does not happen and that we're able to donate all that money to the food bank. And, uh, you know, and I think the point had been made to the Browns at this point, and then we can make some good out of things.
1: Real quick, so all the permits and all you dotted all the eyes and everything like that because that's been some of the uh, maybe um... – maybe some of the conjecture out there in the media that, you know, that there's no way that you guys can get the city to allow you to have this parade and all those things. So all those permits and all the things that you just described, the logistics of it have been taken care of or will be by the time of the parade, if it is to happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have this question come up a lot where people say, do you have the permit? Do you have the permit? And and the way the process is you don't really get a permit until it's actually the day off. What you do up until that point is you work closely with the security firm you work closely with the Office of Special Events to make sure that everything's in line as you go because some of the contracts that you would need to sign, you don't want to sign right now until you know you're definitely putting on the parade. Like, for example, for the porta potties I'm not going to go and sign a contract for porta potties if we're not going to have a parade, and I've got to submit that to the city. So a lot of that would come in the last week. So we are right on schedule with all that permitting stuff. We don't have a permit per se, but there's no problems. Uh, yeah at this point, it, in any of that paperwork and stuff
1: and that reminds me of the hannibal Burris uh bit you know he said he went to New Orleans and you don't have to have a permit in the city of New Orleans, so he just had his own parade down there, got a band to pay for him, and just marched through uh down canal street uh Jake, take it away
2: there you go, there you go,
1: yeah, and in
2: this case, actually, and this is another case where the the city's helped me out a little bit. I walked in and and kind of had my ideas about what I was going to do for security, and they kind of guided me to the people they kind of prefer to handle the security there in the, in the city boundaries. And I won't go into the specifics of what are the reasons for this, but um, basically they're helping me out with the street closures. They're helping me out with the security, all the roadblocks that you would think the city would throw up at you. Um, they're helping me with to, to overcome those things. So uh, I have nothing but positive things to say about the city and everything that they've, they've uh,
0: done and helping me out through this process. Jake, you're on mute.
1: I don't know. He might have had to run. He, oh, there you go. Okay. Did I kill some time and hum a little Dave Matthews or something for you guys there? No. No, he he had a class that he was trying to duck in and out of. He might have had to run there. Um Oh, sorry about that No, no problem, no problem. No, it just it just happened to um he he's got a lot of hats he's wearing. Um so you talked about you know donating the money to charity. Where did that idea come from? And you know is that now the big force behind like raising any other money that's not needed for the parade costs?
2: Yeah, well I had reached out to the food bank back a few weeks ago. Um, I had the idea of actually physically collecting food there at the parade site. I thought we had a unique idea or a unique ability to bring people together down there. So we might as well have them physically bring food. I always love it when we can leave and give them boxes of something, right, rather than just money. And then, when we started the fundraising, of course, we needed to raise the two thousand dollars. And um, once we hit that goal, it was, you know, it was like, well, what do we do with this money at this point? And uh, and actually, we had it in there prior to this uh, that that money would go to the food bank. Um, so I mean, it's a it's a natural. I think, thing for us to do, the food bank partners with the Browns, which was kind of interesting, uh, in that I had to reach out to the food bank and say, hey, can we help you on this? Can we give you uh, food? Can we make a donation to you guys? Um, so I had to clear it with them and make sure that they had a blessing so that they didn't upset the Browns. And fortunately, the Browns had no problem with it. So we were able to, to form that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's been a big part. I, that's something, you know, anytime you do something kind of silly like this, an idea that's you know fun kind of different you always like to kind of give back as well and that's
1: really the thinking behind that part of it um just a couple more questions about the actual details of the parade um what's the contingency for bad weather um will it be canceled or the parade goes on no matter what happens if a tsunami comes off of lake erie and then (laughs) and then also to um what what kind of turnout are you expecting so if there's bad weather, I'll
2: work with the city, and we'll check to see, you know, how road conditions are, and I'll work with them on whether we would have to cancel. If we could cancel. We're not going to make it up. It'll be a one shot. We're either going to do it on that day, or it's not going to happen. We won't reschedule a, a parade like that. Um, so there really isn't a contingency for having another day. It would just simply be canceled. And then um, what was the second part? I forget what the what kind of turnout are you expecting. Oh, so in working with the city, they say about 25% of the people that sign up on Facebook usually go to these type of events. I think that number is probably high, because that would put us at about uh, somewhere around 1,300 people. So the city was saying it's probably around 1,000 people that might be there. Personally, I think that's probably high. Um, But the city says that's a realistic estimate. So we're preparing security. We're preparing porta-potties. We're preparing everything for that number right now. And we're kind of monitoring what what kind of reaction we get as we move closer to the date to see if
1: we need to scale up
2: any of that or or scale it back.
1: And we're talking with McNeil, Chris McNeil at Reflog, uh, about the – most controversial issue happening in Dog Pound Nation, the Browns 0 and 16 parade, uh, perfect season parade. No doubt. Um, how do you feel? I mean, uh, a thousand people is a hard thing for somebody to hit with an Eat Me Mobile. So, how do you feel about all the publicity you've been getting from the media, both positive and negative?
2: Yeah, so it's been really interesting in that, you know, initially there was kind of this national reaction to it. And it was overwhelmingly positive that I saw. It was. Hey, Browns fans kind of striking against the Browns, uh, laughing at the Browns, not at the fans at all, and that was really the initial push. And then as it's come down locally, it's uh, obviously you've heard the rant from Tony Rizzo at, on Browns postgame, which is kind of surreal to just watch the Browns lose a ball game like that and be listening to the post game, the official post game of the Cleveland Browns, and hear the announcer say that he's going to run you down in his car. That's a kind of a surreal experience um so that was that was obviously wild, and then since that it's kind of catapulted into kind of a national back and forth with him and Dan Levitard, and of course, several other people, both locally and nationally have weighed in so um for the most part, if you notice, I'm taking a back seat on a lot of this and just letting them have letting them have the conversation about it um because at this point i I think I've already, um, you know, you see a lot of backlash and people saying that I'm trying to grab publicity, right, uh, especially led by Rizzo. Rizzo loves to say that. So uh, I'm just taking a backseat. I'm letting them fight it out right now, and it's just been great theater to listen to. Uh, just every day, them going back and forth and just constant barbs between Miami and, and Rizzo up here, seeing people line up on both sides, it's, it's been great. Uh, just to kind of watch unfold, but uh I like I said, I've tried to stay out of that stuff as much as possible.
1: Is there anything you want people to know about you about the parade that they might not know or that you have not been able to answer as you said you 've been you know letting people just go back and forth? I mean, is there anything that you want to answer to or just put out there that might be misconstrued by all the uh noise out there
2: well i 'd say a couple of things let's say first of all uh. Whether you call this a parade or whether you call this a protest, uh, this is definitely getting the attention of the Cleveland Browns. And I think that's what needs to happen in this case. Uh, The Browns are disconnected right now to their fan base. And this is putting the spotlight solely on them in a horrible season, after a string of horrible seasons. And the organization can't see anything right. And maybe a little bit of pressure on them will change that. And at least and we could say, hey, we're doing something about it. And then I'd say the second thing is I'm getting a lot of heat from some of the local guys, right? I would look really closely at the association between those guys and the Cleveland Browns. A lot of the heat that I've taken are from places that are the home of the Browns. And a lot of other places in town that uh, are more pro-parade that aren't aligned with the Browns right now. So I think that's an interesting dynamic and something I did not expect going in. But you definitely see on along those lines.
1: All right. Um, trying to think of anything else. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. That's yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest here. I think it's I, – I, I've said it on the record, you know, on this podcast previous to this, you know, that I might not agree with the idea, but we're all frustrated with the Cleveland Browns, and I think this is definitely yeah. uh, sending some sort of message. It might not be the message that we want portrayed nationally, but sometimes in your own backyard you've got to do whatever it does to take. Um, what. You, you said you're going You said you're said going to be rooting for the Browns on Saturday, so that means the parade doesn't happen, so all your hard work will be for naught. So you would still be happy as a Browns fan if they beat the San Diego Chargers, and will you be at the game on Christmas Eve?
2: Yes. Well, number one, yes, I'm a Browns fan. I would love to see them beat the Chargers. I'd love to see a win this year. Uh, number two, I will be at the game on Saturday. I'm going to be there. I think the game's going to be absolutely miserable. It's Christmas Eve, and I don't want to be there. But I think that the San Diego Chargers want to be there even less. So I think the Browns have a chance at winning. So I do want to be there to watch, to experience it. Um, and, you know, I, I think overall, no matter if you're, wh- whether you whether you look at it as a protest or a parade, everything that we're doing is like you hit on. We're all very passionate as Browns fans, and we're trying to get a message across. And some people say, well, you should just not pay, not go to the games, not spend your money. And other people are taking a more vocal approach. I'm not ripping on either. Uh, To me, hey, whatever we're doing as as Browns fans to try to get something across the organization is going to be good. This one just happens to be a little bit more high profile. Um, But at the end of the day, hopefully they get a message. And, you know, also the the food banks will be a beneficiary of the thing. So Browns do win. They're going check Dollars, and I feel really good about that. And if not, then we hand them a check for about three thousand, and we do it there. So this is really a win-win. Um, I know that there's been a lot of animosity and some harsh words about this, especially from you know the, the local radio hosts, and then it filters on down to Twitter. But you know, I, I'm just treating this as a fun thing. Something to give back to the community, and also send a message to the Browns.
1: All right, where can people get the information? You talked about Facebook. Uh, we know your Twitter account, but give all the good people that information and they can get the details of the parade and sign up. And then also to anybody you want to thank, mention, or shout out that's helped you with this parade.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. First of all, the parade itself is on groundsparade.com. real simple there. And there you'll find the route. You'll find the shirts that we have for sale. We did announce this week that 10% of those sales uh, go to help uh, raise domestic violence uh, awareness in our local community and actually goes to a, a local domestic violence um, home where they, where they help out people who are affected by that. So I'm pretty proud of that as well. Um, and then, like you said, you'll also find the sign-up sheet uh, to be a participant, to be a tier, um, or if there's some other service that you can offer for the parade. Then in terms of the committee, uh, I've got about four people here that have just done a fantastic job in helping me. Unfortunately, as this thing is rolled out, it seems like everybody really focuses on what I've done and uh, and really ignores the efforts of some of the others. So I, I really appreciate you giving me a chance to, to shout them out here. Uh, first of all, Cam Carman, uh, he's at Cam Fleet. Uh He has uh, been great behind the scenes. I told him before he's like my vice president of this thing because uh, he's put together uh, – he actually put together the GoFundMe. He's done a couple of other projects along the. Way. He's the only other one in the room with me when we proceeded to the cities. So he's been a great help this this entire time. Um, Mike Shaw. Mike's been the one who's he's starting a a t-shirt company. He's the one providing the shirts for this, and has been so nice in allowing us that twenty percent of those sales go between the parade and then the domestic violence awareness. So. He's been willing to cut his margins to to make it go to a, to the greater good, and I appreciate that. Uh, Josh Ogden, he's Browns memes on Twitter, and he's done a lot of the uh, media stuff that's come out about this thing. Uh, he's really the, the the creative driving force of a lot of what we do, and I greatly appreciate that. Um, and then lastly, uh, Mike Polk, and uh, Mike's been on the committee and has been great. in kind of putting a voice out there, whether it be in the Plain dealer or on his Twitter account, and kind of putting a different spin on things and, and maybe saying things a little bit differently, um, which is great, getting another voice out there and putting another spin on, on what we're doing as far as the parade goes. So, um, And then I'll, I'll throw in one more. Matt who runs Retweet Ohio, uh, he reached out to me. It was his idea for um, doing giving 10% of the T-shirt sales to the domestic violence uh, cause. And uh, he reached out to me a couple of weeks ago the idea and did a lot of the land work on that so i greatly appreciate that from from that so that's the team i appreciate them and uh hopefully we can put together something that uh that we're pretty proud of come january 7th and hopefully we won't have to
1: all right do me one favor just give me the part about yeah. the charitable contribution if the parade um does not happen how much it is and then if they if you do have the parade how much will go to the cleveland food bank that part you broke up a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's fine. So as of right now, what we're looking at, we've had contributions of about five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. We only need about two thousand for the parade itself. So that excess of three thousand two hundred and fifty dollars is going to the food bank right now. Now if we don't have the parade, that full amount of five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars is going to go to the food bank. Now, if we happen if we do have the parade, we will be collecting food at the parade too. So uh, either way, it's a, it's a win-win and a great win for the food bank. So we're really excited about that.
1: All right, Chris McNeil at reflog on Twitter. Uh, one of the best counts again. Uh, we thank you for coming on and talking about the old 16 perfect season parade. Uh, uh, it sucks that we even have to have this conversation and you have to have this parade, but Hey, maybe the Browns beat the chargers by 50 and we're all, you know, are drunk in the streets on Saturday, Christmas Eve. So, And hopefully next year we're
2: planning a different kind of parade, an absolutely different kind of parade where it's
1: 16-0 rather than 0-16. Well, there you go. We can all dream, and uh, maybe that will be my Christmas wish. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Chris, uh, for joining us on Within Ohio Bites. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, man. That that should work. You were breaking up a little bit, but I wanted to get that answer about the money because I think that's real important to have that very clear. So I didn't want to be editing it around that or anything like that. Um, Your favorite music, man, if you could give me something that you like or anything like that.